0: Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and video show which brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. If you're new to the uh, channel, please subscribe so you won't miss a new episode. I'm your host Fritz Bussemaker and today I'm delighted and privileged to have a conversation with Michaela Geller. Uh, Michaela, welcome to the show. Thank you. Let me introduce Michaela. Michaela's profile is not your typical guest on the Brand Called You and you'll find out in a minute. Now Michaela, you're still in high school uh, in Denver, Colorado. uh, But looking at your profile, it does feel like you belong here. You have got a GPA of uh, 4.0. So you're in the gold honor roll, that itself is not enough. But you're also uh, in the Wings Aerospace uh, pathways uh, high school program You're doing the space camp in Huntsville, Alabama. You have a number of scholarships, all in aviation, and we'll find out why later. And you are involved in a number of associations, all related to uh, aviation. So uh, there's going to be just one topic today, and that's flying and your love for flying. Because Michaela, you are a pilot.
1: Yes, I am.
0: (laughs) Yes, you are. Okay. now. Most ca- uh, In most cases, uh, kids your age, uh, people your age don't have a clue what they're going to do after high school, but it seems you got your career planned out. Am I right?
1: I definitely have a plan, but at this point, I'm still in high school, so there's a lot of big like decisions I have to make when I'm a yes. little older. But I'm looking at everything I can do right now to improve my chances of accomplishing my main goal is becoming an astronaut. And through that, I'm trying to keep my grades really high and at the same time taking college courses to keep me up and see different ways I can study different new ideas. And while I'm also taking those, I am also finished my private pilot's license with my glider rating. And I'm now working on fixed wing. So now I'm flying powered airplanes and trying to get my private with that. And um, I'm also part of the STEM program, Wings of the Rockies Aerospace Pathways, which allows me to be a part of this team called Stellar Explorers, which allows me to work with rockets and satellites mm-hmm. and program them. And through that same program, you we were able to build an RV-12 build. So it's an airplane and it's fully functional and, I personally got to fly in it. I was the first woman out of my whole high school class to get a chance to fly in our high school-built aircraft. And I think wow. the best part was flying in it because as we were flying, it just amazed me that all my friends and I, we spent four years building it and it finally was able to take flight.
0: Wow, that that must feel amazing to fly in something you've built with your own hands, I guess.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Now, where does this passion, this fascination, uh, where did it come from? How did it start?
1: It didn't start with just one main event. It came from many small events, such as when I was younger, um, my friends and I would hang out and dress up. And all they would want to do is dress up as fairies and princesses. When I would dress up as a pilot scientist or an astronaut and want to fly them around in a cool, awesome looking jet. And from that I used to visit like the air and space museums and I see myself in Amelia Earhart and see wow what an amazing thing she was able to do. And um I also think that just sorry (laughs) Um, just my passion for it really drew me closer to be a part of this program called Um Young Eagles. Mm -hmm. So program for students who find interest in aviation. And through that, I was able to take a discovery flight. And I think that really got me hooked to flying. And through that, I was found scholarships to fly, but I was too young to apply for those scholarships to fly powered aircraft. So I saw a glider scholarship and I applied for it. And from a lot of persistence and support of a lot of different people, especially my mom and my flight instructor, Less than a year later, I was able to get my private pilot's license with the glider rating, and I think that this day and age, for being so young, the sky is not the limit, especially for being a woman.
0: Oh, literally, the sky is not the limit if you have the ambition to be an astronaut. Yes, that's the one time you can take it literally, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but even if you notice, you wanted to dress up as a pilot, an astronaut. was that based on experience with your family? I mean, does your family fly or was it something you discovered in another way?
1: Um, So my cousin, he's a aerobatics pilot and he recently got a job to fly A-10s in -hmm. the Air Force. There's this time he took me up in an extra with my mom's permission, of course, and mine. He wanted to see what my limits were for being in such a very pressured aircraft with trying to see how I can handle Gs. And because he's my big older cousin to see if I would be able to throw up, because <laughs> that's what big older cousins do. Yeah. And he did so many flips, rolls, he did barrel rolls, all the things he's been taught to fly in that Pacific aircraft to see if he can pass my limits, which he never did. And I never threw up. The whole time I could giggle. It was <laughs> an amazing. Time how, old were you,
0: how old were you at the time?
1: I was 15.
0: It was 15. So you've already at the age of 15 have experienced doing something. Most people never get the opportunity in their lifetime to do something. Did you realize that at the time? I mean, that's special.
1: Actually, I didn't really think it was all Mm -hmm. that special at the beginning because I thought, well, if anybody wanted to do it, wouldn't they try to push themselves and see if they can apply for it? And then I realized that I was a little, I thought it was a little more special because I saw that a lot of people just don't realize that they can actually go for it. Aviation is not this big wide, like thing that you can't achieve. It's actually very small in a way because it's very accessible to a lot of people.
0: Uh, Cause uh, when I was uh, doing my research on you, I also noticed that you also spend time already uh, teaching others. Um, uh, showing others the way that they can do actually do that uh, and that is that all part of um, showing hey you can lower the barrel you can actually do that
1: yeah like showing them that being even being young you can mm-hmm. still go for things like you can become a drone pilot like right now I'm a professional drone pilot I got my 107's license and I'm part of the Colorado All-Stars team for drone soccer and that's accessible to middle schoolers and high schoolers
0: Oh, and, t- t- take us a little bit. I mean, you just dropped that in uh, on us. Drone sorry? soccer. What is drone soccer? I've never heard about that.
1: Okay. So, drone soccer, do you know what Quidditch from Harry Potter is?
0: Yes, I do. Yeah.
1: It's very similar to that, actually. So, it's, it's in a cage, I think it's by 10 by 12 feet in mm-hmm. height. And there's five drones on each side. And they're in a little bit of like a ball shaped cage around them so that they can hit other drums like if they can hit things like the wall the floor and not break right away and the main goal is that each side has one striker and both strikers have a piece of yarn or string on it to declare it this is how I'm going to get points and that striker will go through the other team's goal and then fly all the way back across like a soccer line or the midpoint line to gain that point point. and all the other drones have to come back well, the rest of the drones, so the other four drones are the defenders, and they try to stop the striker from getting in. Yeah, and, and it's sure. in a three-minute round, too. <laughs> uh,
0: this indeed sounds quite a lot um, uh, like a Quidditch, uh, the, the Quidditch game, I guess. Uh, I assume there are going to be videos online on YouTube, people can watch and just have a look at what this is I mine. Mean, I do remember the robot wars, but this is just similar to robot wars only 3D in uh, things that fly.
1: In a way, I was recently at the world games yes. this last Saturday and we had a lot of news feed come in and record. I think they're on YouTube that you guys can search up. There's also a few commercials. There's ones from Korea and they're by a 40 centimeter but that's a lot larger and that's for the adults. Ours is, I think, about 20 and much more accessible for kids our age.
0: Okay. Now, uh, I just have to ask you, is it the thrill of flying? Is it also the technology behind that? Because you just alluded to the fact that you're part of a STEM program. So uh, you, you are into technology. I mean, is it the whole package or does something stick out?
1: I think that being able to see into something so high tech and out of the world that just how it progressed in time and how much from just a little bit ago, we sent someone up to the moon and seeing from that technology from back then and how much it's advanced to now. And I find it very like impressive because we're just progressing and moving forward.
0: Yeah. So, would that mean if uh, Elon Musk would ask you to uh, come and uh, go t- with him to Mars? You'd say yes.
1: Yes, I would. Yeah. That's my main goal. Yeah. I want to be, become a Mars astronaut. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> Good. Now, um, I understand the dream and the ambition. Suppose this fails, what would that mean to you?
1: Mean that if, it wouldn't mean that I lost. Entirely because from my path up to reaching that goal, all the things that I had done would have made me very diversely, and mm-hmm. the many things I've done, like in science and aviation, and it'd make me very marketable for different workforces. To that,
0: okay, so the, there's this end goal which you can reach if you can reach it, fine, but. You realize that there's so so many options that even if I can't reach my end goal, there are going to be lots of things I can still do as a pilot looking at aviation, no matter what. Yes. So you could maybe follow your cousin and just follow his career path or not. Would that be an idea?
1: Yes. Uh, I want to fly some fast jets too, so that'd be pretty fun.
0: Yeah, because I I I fi- uh, I saw that you you uh, applied to uh, be um, part of the, the, the U.S. Air Force.
1: Yes, and, I'm. Uh, yeah,
0: because you posted a picture of you uh, flying around in in a uh, uh, in a galaxy plane, I believe.
1: Uh, C one
0: thirty. Yes. Yeah.
1: That was part of my JROTC, so Air Force ROTC program in high school, and um, I had recently gone on a army camp. And that brought all the other surrounding ROTC programs into this one camp. And we were able to challenge ourselves through that. And one of the special things we got to do was fly in a helicopter, a Black Hawk helicopter, and then a C 130.
0: Okay. Now, is this open for anybody who is interested in that? Or do you have to follow particular exams before you're allowed to actually be part of that program?
1: No, it's uh, just an open. Um, high school program not all schools have it so I am personally an out-of-district cadet Mm -hmm. so I have to commute every morning at 7 30 in the morning and be there because the rest of the day is school days and there's other times they're doing it so I'm right up and early for an extracurricular class I really find joy in
0: yeah but I understand now that that's well worth it if you get to fly up in a a Blackhawk or an airline which most people Will not have the opportunity. I understand that. Great. Now, I'm um, just wondering where. Um, what kind of role model are there in your world? Role models where you feel like, hey, these are the people. You, you briefly mentioned Amelia Earhart, but are there other people maybe closer by? You feel like these are the people who really helped me get where I am at the moment.
1: i say my mom. Yeah. My mom was a very big role model for me because yep. even though like things were really tough and sometimes you just didn't feel like like trying to give up or something she was already there to support me and encourage me to go farther and I would also say my cousin mm-hmm. because he was already a pilot he gave me like a really good role model of which ways I should go to becoming a pilot he's the one who actually suggested that I should apply for the scholarship And he showed me that there's multiple ways that you're able to obtain flight, even if you don't have a lot of money.
0: Okay. Now, what happens um, when you meet new people and you tell them, okay, I'm a pilot. I mean, I don't know if this is the first thing you're going to mention in a conversation, but uh, do people believe you when you say that?
1: Most of the time, yes. They seem very surprised at first because... I do look like I'm a 12 year old. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very small and short. My yeah. sister's taller than me too. So yeah. kind of like an unexpected surprise, but once they hear it, they're like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And, and then, I'm, yeah.
0: So would that make you also a role model yourself for uh, young kids So see, Hey, if you can do that, I could do that
1: as well. Yes. I think that I'd be a, I think people have told me that I've been a really good role model because right. I go into, like, women in aviation, and I spoke to a bunch of young ladies and girls about how, I hey, I'm a kid too, and you guys can fly, especially when you're young. You can start with gliders, and it's a really good starting point to fly regular aircraft with powered, and it just it gives you a good sense of how to fly an aircraft and just the way it flies when you don't have an engine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, that uh, w- w- well done. And um now so so far it seems like it's been a smooth ride. Uh, have there been any um uh, mistakes you've had to learn from some failures uh, in, in this journey so far?
1: Yes, I would say that I've been really focused on improving for my future, even mm-hmm. though I'm still a kid myself that time-wise, I realized that I don't really have a lot of time because time is really precious and never stops going. So I thought to myself that I should put more time for myself and hang out with my friends because I'm only young once. So I like to hang out with my friends, go to the pool, and then also hang with my family and go to air shows and personally watch 20 episodes of anime all for myself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, so, oh, by the way, uh, I assume you've already been to uh, the the latest Top Gun, uh, Top Gun film. Yes. How many times? More than five, or not twice?
1: five? Five.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, actually, five. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. how realistic is that? What's your assessment?
1: I think it was pretty realistic from a lot of views because I actually got to see it on my trip with my ROTC program, and everybody's just like, "Wow, that it gives such a good point of how." like Top Gun really is and how they train and I thought that was really amazing how they were able to get the cockpit shots and the jets coming down at the first scene and go up is amazing
0: so who knows maybe in the third uh, version of the film who knows who's going to be there in that film I'm looking at you I guess
1: oh me oh (laughs) yeah
0: maybe (laughs) I will see what happens now so um Recently in the news, I think it was last year, there was this girl from Belgium who circumnavigated uh, the, the globe uh, solo. What's your take on that? Uh, is that like a good sample? Hey, I want to do that as well. Or was it too risky? What's your, what's your
1: take on that? I think it was a very fantastic accomplishment, especially for being a woman and just showing like, hey, look what we can do. Look what I was able to fly solo globe. Mm-hmm. And I really, if I was able to give a chance to meet her, I would go up to her and say, congratulations. I understand how much time and dedication it takes to get to where she was able to go, especially the planning of the weather and fuelage and points where you need to stop. It's just amazing how she was able to do that. I think if I was able to get the chance to do it one day, I would too.
0: Good. Well, go for it if you want.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Is there anything where which what, what inspires you to do what you're doing?
1: Oh, that's the question. Um, what inspires inspires me to do what I'm doing, correct?
0: Yeah.
1: I would say the thrill of exploring new things and experiencing things that that is a little bit out of the world, I guess, especially since like when you're flying, when you look at the ground, it's a whole different point of view of the earth than just being stuck on the ground. So It just gives a whole new light to what you can accomplish, especially with flying, wise. And yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I got that. So um, even today, are you able to uh, identify what are your milestones so far? Um, wait, so, hey, this really made an impact in my life.
1: Yeah, I would say that going to space camp was a really big like impact.
0: Okay. And what's space it, camp? For the people who don't know. What uh, is Space camp? camp?
1: Space Camp is a program for kids from eight years old up to adults. And you get to experience what an astronaut would potentially be training for, like missions on the shuttle and going to future missions such as Mars. And we also get to try the um the chair. I'm not really sure. I forgot the name, but it's the one that spins you in all directions. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a machine that makes you feel like you're walking on the moon. And then there's underwater scuba diving training that the advanced kids get to go and do. And we built um, these cages underwater and we have to use hand signals to talk. And then we also got to launch a rocket, not a real rocket, just a, mm-hmm a water rocket from under the water and launch it to the top by sending a message. And, um, it's a week, it's a week, um, camp. There's also day camps and weekend camps, just no matter how you have the time for. And it's year long.
0: Okay. Wow. And is this uh, just for fun or do you sense that there's still somebody watching there for the natural talent? Look, Hey, that's somebody who, who really want to have in our program.
1: I think it's, I think it might be both. There's been some astronauts come in and they come and speak and I think they look. And also at space camp, all the um, teams are competing for this thing called champions cup. And there's also outstanding um, teams. And only if you get those personally, I haven't been on a team that's gone the champions cup, Mm -hmm. but I've been on the outstanding and I've been, I've gotten a letter Um, asking me to come to this thing for two weeks instead of a one-week camp but two weeks to try doing a more advanced type of space camp which you can only attend if you get a letter so I think that's how they scout out kids
0: okay now I I understand this is uh, definitely a milestone uh, for you are there (laughs) other milestones
1: yes Um, going on my first discovery flight that was And, and what
0: is a discovery flight
1: a discovery flight is like a way to show you what your flight training would be, and they give you. They during your flight, they let you fly the airplane, get you have a feel of it, what the controls do, what you can do in the maneuvers, and how far you can bank, stuff like that. And then you're also able to see the calls on the radio and talk to tower and see, hey, this is what I'm supposed to do when I'm at the airport when I'm asking to come in land or when I'm taxing. And then it just gives you an idea of what the training for becoming a pilot really is like. And yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, I understand those two milestones. Those are th- those first achieve, uh, achievements. Um, what I find fascinating in talking to you is, you, oh, you have mentioned yourself, I'm still a kid, but it doesn't feel like that. It feels like somebody, a person who knows what he wants, to, what she wants to do, and um, just does it. Um, yeah.
1: Like yeah.
0: Yeah, is that also what how your friends would describe you?
1: My friends and family would describe me as probably someone very determined
0: mm-hmm.
1: and very like stubborn in a way. That not wanting to give up, even if someone says, "Hey, you can't do that," I would say, "Well, I'm very persistent because I like to keep going, even if I have a drawback. I will find a way around it to get to a better place." That was persistence. Is my flight instructor, General John, Major General John Barry, who was my flight instructor. His favorite word was persistence because during my flight training, there has been it was through COVID for one thing, and there had been a very big fire, which just set back us a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And then there's the weather that's also accountable because you can't fly in really high winds because Colorado, you get this thing called a wave. And if you're in the airports or right, underneath the mountains and with the wave, it comes over and it gives really turbulent air. And it's not very good for a glider to be being towed up and then be bounced off. And it's not very fun. So That was really hard to get around, but being persistent was one way to stay up for that. And I would also think that my family would, are very supportive with that. They really think that if they could have a chance to do that, and if they had time, because a lot of my friends and family are very big athletes, so if they had time during like next year or during the summer, if they had a chance to do something like flying, they would probably take the chance, but...
0: Okay, so you're not alone there in that sense. Great. Now, uh, just two more final questions uh, from my side, uh, Michaela. Uh, What would your advice be to the people around you, young and old, uh, given what you've experienced so far?
1: I'd say never give up, especially since there's many ways of STEM and aviation you can choose from. It's never too bad to ask questions especially when you're wondering what something is or wondering how to get there. Just ask a question because people are really would love to tell you and answer those questions. Yeah uh, uh,
0: good good great answer actually. So when do you expect um, the whole mission to the moon, the mission to Mars gonna... Uh, take place, is that reality? When is it going to I become think, reality?
1: I think it will be reality soon. I've heard about the Artemis program right now. They're working up to sending people back to the moon. I think the first woman, I'm not really sure. I have to look into it. I haven't been really on top of it lately, but I heard up in 2024, they'll be sending people up back to the moon and potentially setting up a base up there to possibly help send rockets from the moon to Mars. So I can't wait to see when they get that done.
0: Well, final question. Uh, When when are you going to be there?
1: When I'm going to be there? Hopefully in the next few years. I'd love to.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, Michaela, I want to thank you so much for spending time with The Brand Called You because your story demonstrates that Persistence, great word. Uh, in this case, if you really want to do something, um, you can do it. It takes effort. And uh, I'm just glad you are a showcase of what you can achieve if you be persistent. So thank yeah. you. No, Thank you. Okay. Hey, there was a brand called you of uh, Michaela gar And uh, Michaela, uh, thank you so much. Uh, we hope to hear soon from you. Um, front page, first woman on Mars. That sounds like uh, a thing to do.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I can't wait.
0: Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You, videocast and podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world.